These guys are real friends, and they're possibly more than any other group on this planet, the people that understand exactly what Queen have been about all these years, and what Freddie was about all these years. Homeland 2 reference. <laughs> Hello. Hello. Hey, how are you doing? You're listening to can I pod with madness? Um, you look like you're waiting for me to say something. What do you want to say? Welcome. This is the podcast where we talk old shit from magazines. Yes, mostly Kerrang and Metal Hammer. Mostly Kerrang and Metal Hammer. Uh, so how have you been? Very well, thank you. Um, how have you been? Uh, I've been good. Cool. Um, Are we pretending we just we don't live together? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's fun. And we uh, don't know how each other have been. Um, have you got any interesting stories? Have you got any rock news? No, other than today I saw a reel of Steve Tyler at his, I think, granddaughter's kindergarten graduation. Okay. And I just thought, imagine if you were just at your kid's kindergarten graduation and Steve Tyler was there. I, That's just weird, isn't I, it? It's I've got weird. an image in my head of him in all his stage gear, just making it all about he, him. No, he was, they were quite far back, considering yeah. who he is. And uh, they were like just normal. He was filming, someone was filming him, but he was filming his daughter, who's Mia's child. Yeah. He was filming her as the kids were singing Raw, which I think all kids sing, you know. Raw? Oh, the <laughs> Katy Perry? <laughs> yeah, that one. Um, and she was filming him. So I don't know who was filming them two. Yeah. But he was like more interested in her reaction, which I thought was very cute because Aww. he was obviously wanting to see his daughter react to her daughter. Right. Just very sweet. He's sweet. So that's the rock news that I've got for today. I didn't know he had any daughters other than Liv Tyler. Yeah, he's got. I don't know whether there's any more than that, but there's definitely another one. Um, you ha you told me something. It was probably about a week uh, ago. Oh, if it's longer than a few days, I might not remember. So it was a, it was a sort of Def Leppard related anecdote. Oh, God. Okay. About something social media-ish. Right. So I should be able to get here on my own, Yeah, I? you because should. Because I told you. Do you want me to help you? Um, wait. Because I want you to tell the story. social media-ish. And it was Def Leppard. Yeah. You're going to have to give me give me another clue. Right. Phil Collin from Def Leppard. Right. What, um... it, was, it was like the story I had, which was Rick Allen from Def Leppard has liked one of our Instagram posts. Oh, yeah. All right. Oh, no, okay. Right, yeah. No, I do remember now. Another weird Yeah. Def so I was on Facebook because, you know, I'm old and... <laughs> It's still relevant. Ask Zuckerberg. And I had a notification that someone had liked a comment that I'd made on something. And I woke up thinking, oh, fuck, what did I comment the night before? Like thinking I was accidentally really drunk, even yeah. though I wasn't. But, um, and I thought, what the fuck have I commented on? Like, because I don't really 
comment on much stuff on Facebook anymore. Um, but and it was so it's such it's such a random thing. Yeah. So I've commented on a so I five years ago I made this comment. So this post was five years ago. So five years ago, poison, uh, real poison. Have posted up about Brett Michaels' Jingle Bells single. I, I mean, I don't know whether we've actually um, listened to this. I don't re- remember it listening feels, to Brett Michaels singing Jingle Bells. Um, just bass hunter. It's so the cover is Brett Michaels doing his usual weak rock hands. Um, his left hand is particularly weak. His right hand slightly better. He, if, I don't think we, we, I may not have talked about this before. Not but, on the podcast now. If you see a photo of Brett Michaels, he's always doing a metal hand, but he does it really weak. And you'll know what I mean if you look at it. He, he does doesn't it like, put a lot into it. No, it's there's like zero effort. effort. Yeah. But his left hand's pretty weak, right hand's a bit better. But it's him in a Santa hat. I don't know whether that's if he's really wearing a Santa hat or it's CGI. And it says, first Christmas recording ever. So I don't know whether that's for anyone or him i don't know it's not clear um and on the cover it says have an awesome holiday have right this isn't me being unable to read it says have an awesome holidays my friends have an awesome holidays my friends cheers brett michaels right that's word for word what it says anyway it's raising money for charity. It's this single, so lovely stuff, brilliant. But so at the time, five years ago, I tagged you in it because, you know, look at this, it's funny. Um, and I mean, at the time, you liked it, but um, a couple of days ago, Phil Collin loved my comments of me just tagging you in it, um, which is just. The weirdest thing in the world. So maybe Phil Collins has been hacked, <laughs> or maybe he's just randomly well, well, but we, five years old. Well, someone five years ago has put, I can't wait. He's also loved that, reacted to it. CC DeVille has also loved that. <laughs> okay. So obviously I should have put more effort into my response because I could have had CC DeVille having an opinion about it. <laughs> and then, but then like five years ago as well, someone put, awesome, can't wait to hear it. So that's better than I can't wait. CC DeVille, don't give two shits about that comment. Poison have liked it, and Phil Collins loved it, right? <laughs> but then I don't think he's um, – let me see if there's anything he hasn't reacted to. Um, seems Yeah, there's some – yeah, so he's, so he's reacted to some of them, top ones, but not all of them. And the other ones are just people tagging people in it, yeah. like mine was. So obviously mine's not anything interesting. Someone put, great, Brett, you rock. Like, react to that. That's pretty nice. Cool, can't wait. That would be nice. Um, again, CC Deville not reacted to that. Um, so I just don't understand what that was. I mean, we're going to have to make it our goal. But what I thought was, oh, what he wants is um, people to follow his page, yeah. like you know, like yeah. the way I do for my job, yeah. right? Um, but 
his when I went onto his page because I thought, oh yeah, I'll give you a follow if you want. Yeah. You know, that's fine. Um, works at Def Leppard. Um, <laughs> it's just an ad friend thing, so it's not a follow. Yeah. And so he doesn't want people adding him as a friend, like because he doesn't want me doing that. So I just didn't understand, like, like I'm I'm happy with it. But like, there was once this thing that I I've told you before, and it, it was a bit like that, where I read online where the way to live rent free in someone's head for the rest of their life is to leave a watermelon on their doorstep overnight. <laughs> so when they wake up, they just find that, and then you they will always be thinking about that. And the point is that obviously it's just so random. You're not hurting anyone, but you are messing with the head of it. It's cool because they'll always be thinking, what what was that? What's what was that yeah. about? What does it mean? And if I if someone did that to me, I would probably panic this one someone's trying to kill me but so it's not a nice thing to do don't do it don't recommend but it feels a bit like that like uh, what are you doing to I've, like, I've had people like posts from t- on twitter from like 10 years ago and that always makes you feel a bit queasy it's like why are you looking at 10 year old twitter posts but as well the weird thing is it's because it's a heart reaction you've got a long press on the like to get the heart <laughs> reaction on you so it's not just a like a like would be a oh it could have been a mistake it could yeah. have been just over, like, 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 but it's a heart reaction, which is weird, obviously, because we're not talking about Def Leppard and Poison. I don't get it. Well, I'm sure Def Leppard and Poison have crossed paths in the past, but well, it, with Rick Allen liking an Instagram post, we, we need Joe Elliott to like something on Twitter or X. I mean, someone underneath my comment of tagging you has put, well, if you have to listen to Christmas music, I suppose this is the best way. <laughs> and he hasn't reacted to that because same as me. It's like, what do you mean? Well, Maybe. I bet Phil Collin likes Christmas. And um, well, Poison have liked their comment, but and but then obviously the underneath comment, I can't wait. Poison haven't liked that, but CC Deville has. It's just such a weird. Well, it's good to know CC Deville obviously is now friends with Brett Michaels because he wouldn't be liking stuff about a Christmas single. See, interestingly, CC Deville has no workplace. <laughs> um, he's, he's freelance. It, so, again, his page is like a normal page, as in you would add the friend you a don't person, follow. Yeah, yet, just a normal person. Other than a, a business. Business. Um, I mean, he looks good. Who's CC? Yeah. Looks better, I think, than... Like most men do, men men do age well. But like, you couldn't really it's really see irritating. What, you but... couldn't tell what CC Deville looked like back then because he had so much hair. Yeah, but he... and loads of makeup. But he looks he looks good. He looks right. Yeah, he looks good. Fair enough. So um. So if you're a member him. of Def Leppard, but I'm a bit now. I'm a bit upset that CC Deville hasn't. I mean, even though my comment was just tagging you in it, I'm upset that he hasn't thought well, that's nice that. She's tagged someone in it, spreading the word of the poison, but I don't know. But it's not a poison single. It's a Brett Michaels solo joint, isn't it? That's true. For Christmas. Yeah, where's Brett Michaels making an effort on this? He's not. He's, well, what he's, he not, is. he's singing Jingle Bells. Um, shall we listen to Brett Michaels singing Jingle Bells? Yeah. Right. This uh, might go out at Christmas. This might be your Christmas episode. It's not. I've got. I've got Jingle something sorted out for Christmas. Right. Have an awesome holidays, my friends. Have an awesome holidays, my friends. Right. I hate things that are written like that that make me feel stupid when I'm reading it. Like, 
Has he spelled holidays with a Z? No. Have. He's not, he used a nice font because it looks like neon, like it's written with a sparkler. Like but it's, from um, the 80s. it's you know it's nice. It's um, white with a red background, so it's Christmassy, right? But there you go. Oh, shut up! Adverts, adverts, adverts. Comments are turned off because he does not need to know your opinion. He's done it. He's done it for charity. It's Christmas. Your Hobbit, opinions Hobbit. don't matter, which is fair. And that should be all art. People's opinions don't matter. Right. It's already good. Why like, Why have we not listened to this? No. Right, this is getting saved to my Christmas playlist. Now, change. Has he got sexy Santa babes Christmas. in the video with him? Have I got two Christmases? No. Oh, I've got two Christmas plays. Of course I have. I thought I had. It's only two minutes twenty-three. All right, buddy Holly. I mean, how many versus Jingle Bells can you stretch out to make it long? Could have had a long instrumental. Better than Bass Hunter. I was just about to bring up Bass Hunter because as I was singing that, I was doing a bit of a Bass Hunter, but um, Bass Hunter's version is particularly good um yeah amazing uh well done everyone involved um yeah well done and that, so, that was that was the rock news that was that was the update news <laughs> phil colin liked a post five years ago at christmas no he liked it from five years ago. He, he liked, liked it the he other day. He liked it the other day. No, well, loved it. He loved it. Because the, the good day. thing is you just liked it. You made zero effort. I think back then they yeah, didn't have gonna, love. Yeah, you're going to try and say that they didn't have love, but we don't know that for sure. We don't. But you liked it. Minimal effort. He loved it. Never met the guy. So um, just saying he's obviously someone who makes more of an effort in well, life. Well, clearly. Have you heard hysteria? Than you. True. He's... You didn't half ask that. He's exceptionally better than you at most things. <sighs> no, no arguments here. So we're looking at Kerrang this week. Shame you haven't picked a Christmas one. I've got a Christmas one picked out for Christmas. Right, but it's first, uh, first of September today. Um. Uh, well, okay. Well, maybe next week we'll do a Christmas one. Halloween, isn't it though? Well, Halloween. I've got a Halloween one. Okay. Sorry. Oh my God! You can pretend it's you need to be closer than Halloween, than Halloween, closer to Halloween. Then. We'll do that. We'll do the Halloween episode, and get it to come out on Halloween. Okay. But we won't have the Christmas episode come out on Christmas because no one will listen to it. It'll be no, like people will be spending Christmas two weeks before. We'll do a special Christmas pod. Yeah, because we could talk about all the. Rock Christmas covers because there are some good ones. Absolutely. Maybe it could be a two-part episode because we've got a Christmas Kerrang. Okay. I'm not sure how much will be in it of interest. This week, yeah, we are looking at Kerrang number 240. It's from May 27th, 1989. So we're no longer in the 90s. Thank fuck. Good. I do want to do some more 90s ones, but this is 1989. 
on the cover, Bone Idols, Whatever Happened to Spinal Tap. We've also got Sabat, The Grip, Badlands, Sacred Reich, Circus of Power, Winner Tripsy, Onslaught, live in Hamburg. Okay. Um, so May 27th, 1989, we had some, uh, we've had a couple of comments on the podcast. Okay. Um, one of them was, uh, they were re-listening to episode one and they said Appetite for Discussion was a fucking awesome title. Yeah. So is it too late to change the name of the podcast? <laughs> I mean, it's never too late. I mean, we... Although I had thought of a better one, a, a pod tight for discussion. <laughs> I mean, we... We didn't go for appetite for discussion because we thought someone else would have it, but no one will have apodtite. Apodtite for discussion. Um, yeah. That's a good comment. So do you want us to change the name of the podcast? Let us know in the comments. <laughs> um, we also had another, we had another comment, because I always uh, release these episodes on a Wednesday for hey. reasons I can't really remember. Um, you thought we'd have too much competition on the cool Friday days and Mondays are for losers. Well, we record on Wednesdays most weeks. And so I thought... It's not Wednesday today, but no. good example. Um, someone said, oh, do you always release the podcast on a Wednesday? Because Koran came out on a Wednesday. And he oh, said... Oh, that would have been... You should have been like, yeah, definitely. That's a really cool reason. Because he, he said he remembered it was always out on Wednesday and he did a paper round. And he'd get through his paper round on a Wednesday Aww. by knowing that he'd have a new Quran to read. So that's well cute. I'm now going to say that's the reason. That is a good. That's really cute. Um, and I think we've looked at the charts before from around this time, so we won't look at the charts. But shall we look at the telly? Not on the cover date, but shall we look at it on the Wednesday, which is when this uh, issue might have actually been in the shops? Yeah. So it's 1989. It's May, so it would have been Wednesday the 24th. Right, so I'll give you the list. Um, all sorts, Telebugs, The Raggy Dolls, oh, Emus TV. Raggy Dolls. Raggy Dolls. Dolls um, like you and me. Theme tune by Neil Innes from the Bonzo Dog Doodah Band. Re I mean, exceptional theme tune. I mean, obviously, if I was going to rate them, DuckTales, obviously number one. DuckTales is good. Um, Raggy Dolls is good. Tiny Tots was good. Tiny Tots. Tiny Tots. Just Reason Tots. Um, <laughs> the Sack Magic one. Yeah, I never saw that. The uh, thing is, thing is, Tom. Uh, <laughs> okay, well, we'll need to. We'll, everything we're talking about, which doesn't make any sense, we will put on the YouTube playlist for the episode. Will there be a YouTube of that reel, though? Because oh, oh, no, yeah. there, there will be. Someone will put it in there. Yeah. It'll be a can you, just, can you briefly describe what the fuck we're talking so, about? So Tiny Tots, I mean, I was too old for Tiny Tots, but I think that makes it funnier when you're watching it. Because I was probably like a young teenager or something at the time, and there was three uh, Tots puppets, and um, they used to live in a house, you know. And um, there's a really funny reel um, where it's one, a really passive-aggressive conversation between two where one is tidying up and the other one uh, comes to basically tell him, can you shut up tidying up because you've been too loud and trying to sleep. 
And then he's like, well, yeah, maybe, you know, maybe stop being so messy and I wouldn't have to tidy up. And it's just very funny. Um, well, I've just Googled. Just oh, but it's that one. It's that one. It's Pass- top pass- TV passive aggressive clip with Tom and Tiny. Okay, so um, that's, so that's been saved. Right. So, um, um, Dog Tanyon was another one. Musk Hounds. Yeah. And are always ready. I had a tape of the Dog Tanyon theme tune. Um, and because obviously you need to pad it out with more than just the. Um, Theme tune, they did different versions, much like the Tongue Tied CD um, from Red Dwarf. But on it, they had a dog mix where it was just a dog barking the song. So, like, there was no words. It was just dog barking, and that was my favourite version. And um, there was something else. Oh, Round the World with Woolly Fog. There you go. I mean, no one asked, no one asked me. I've pretended like someone's asked me, what are my top five children's... Uh, to, oh, gummy bears. I don't know. Maybe there's a top 10. Well, I'm going to hit you with ones. some. Ulysses 31. Ulysses, okay. Ulysses. This is top, top 10, but I've not named 10 yet. Do you know what also, also is good, which is related to something in this issue? What's that? Starfleet. Starfleet? Did you ever? Well, no, I never watched Starfleet. So Starfleet was kind of a, a puppet show in the vein of Thunderbirds, but it was Japanese. I so like, it, I didn't like Thunderbirds. It looked more like anime. It's very heavily based on Star Wars, and it had quite it had a pretty cool theme tune. But Brian May from Queen heard it because his son used to watch that show, and because I guess Queen weren't doing anything that week, he recorded a cover version of the Starfleet theme okay. with Eddie Van Halen and I think Cozy Powell, and it fucking rocks your balls off. It's so good. Well, speaking of tongue tied, which. I was, and I'm sure we mentioned this on a past episode, but um, Tongue Tied was featured in the 1988. So when this young guy had finished his paper round and was going to get Kerrang, he would have known the song (laughs) Tongue Tied. Um, Uh, Yeah. And it was then released as a single in 93. We had to wait, quick maths, five years um, five whole years for that to come out. But the point was, when you bought it on single, because obviously they want to give you your money's worth, they put on like a million different versions of it. And there was like the Meow Mix. Meow it? Mix, yeah. And um, just like none of them were as good as the original. Um, yeah, the original wasn't on there, was there? It was a sort of re-recorded version where he's really going for it. And it, I don't remember. I think, I, you played it to me and it, it was... It didn't sound like the actual show. Did it not? Um, but yeah, so 88. Because everyone like Kerrang also like Red Dwarf. Bunch of dorks. <laughs> <laughs> I'm this, counting myself in this. This um, is our constituency you're talking about. Yeah. But I think you're right. But I'm, I'm including myself in it. But at the time, Kerrang was, wasn't as cool. Same now. And Red Dwarf wasn't as cool then. But... There were people who'd be like, mm, mm. do you know what I mean? Do you know what I mean? Um, so we, we, you were telling me Raggy Dolls was on. Which Raggy Dolls was on. Emu. But not the Pink Windmill. Oh. So I don't really know what that was. We were talking about Rod Hull the other day. Yeah. Um, you made an inappropriate joke. I didn't. No, I didn't. Well, don't that, say that. That was me. No, I didn't. I, I said that someone's probably made a joke. And that was it. 
Come on, Roadhouse part of our childhood. We have great affection. Uh, Channel 4 had Belinda Carlisle live. She's off on one again. At quarter to... Quarter to one, one. in the morning. Right. Um, I might have watched that. Uh, Sesame Street. So, yeah, this is Wednesday. Morecambe Mindy. Morecambe Mindy. They're still showing Morecambe Mindy in 1989. Yeah, of course. Brookside. I used to watch Brookside. Um, Club X. I sometimes think about Brookside when uh, they had the episode where Max's wife died and he kept a body in the house. Like, I think they had a wake where they had her coffin in the house, which is odd because that's not really a done thing, is it? Um, oh, here, no, I, is no it? I think some people. Do they? Yeah, some. Being like Brookside House. Anyway, it was a plot obviously, for the next part, which was um, where he kept her body in the house like for ages and it got really creepy. Right. And that, when I was, you know, young, proper stuck in my head of, this is creepy, I'm never going to forget. And I sometimes just, when I zone out, sometimes think about her body being in there, creeps me out. Same with Bomed. Bomed Bom in, in Hollyoaks. Kept his mum, didn't he? And she was dead. Oh, that really freaked me out. So, she died and she was on the sofa and he was just sitting next to her talking. It's freaks. That freaks me out. So Nightmare. So Matt, Max in Brookside, was he married to Gabrielle Glaister Bob from Blackadder? What, yeah, possibly, but she changed to a different actress. Oh, so she wasn't the dead was, one. No, well, I think it was a new actress who was... She looked like her, but she had blonde hair. Right. But um, I think it was a new actress. Right, okay. If memory serves, but this is a long time ago. And we all know what my memory is like. <laughs> I mean, I wasn't a heavy drinker when I was about seven, so uh, I'm joking. I'm not a heavy drinker now. I'm like thingy on uh, Loose Women, Bobby Davro. <laughs> Complete denial. <laughs> I'm what they call a functioning alcoholic. Right. Uh, I've got a drinking problem. Just too many units. <laughs> uh, so, says BBC. Uh, Fucking Wombles. Okay, nice. Do you like the Wombles? Um, I like the Wombles film uh, with Bonnie Langford. Okay. Wombles film, I don't know. I think it's non canonical, isn't it? But I don't think I really watched anything else. We watched you didn't watch like the. The actual TV show. No, we watched the film over and 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 over again. Constantly fast forwarding through Madame Chalet's bore fest of a song. Who was, no one cares. Who was the main Womble in the Wombles? Like the cute one. Um, was a little... There was a one who hung around her a lot, Bonnie Langford. Because I think whoever that was was played by Kenny Baker, um, R2D2. I can't remember. I mean, spoiler, I think they all have the same. Face. They were just wearing different clothes. Yeah, they had different hats. And I think the old one had glasses. So who's your favourite Womble? Um, any, any of the cute ones. Not the old guy, Bore. Some young guy. I don't relate to you, old man. I don't relate to <laughs> Great Madame, Uncle Bulgaria. I? Yeah. Um, I think it was that one with the red hat who hung around her because he was in it a lot. So who's he? Um, uh, middle one? Orinoco. I like oh, Orinoco. Okay. Yeah, he. I think he was the one who was featured, who hung around Bonnie Langford, and the rest were in it. I like him because he sort of looks like Doctor Who. He's got sort of Doctor Who hat and a 
big scarf. Seventies, oh. wasn't it? Um, yeah, we used to watch that or Yellow Submarine or The Mouse and His Child. Hit me up if you remember The Mouse and His Child. What, like, what was that? Was that a cartoon or something? Um, yeah, it was about a clockwork mouse um, who was, I think, attached to his child. What? Weirdly, like by the hands because they were like they were a toy. Um, there's a mouse and his boy. No, it's a mouse and his child. Well, that's not coming up. I don't care. Oh, this. Yeah. 1977 animated film. So by apparently, Mirakini. all we watched as kids were about three VHSs from the 70s over and over on a loop. But yeah, they're stuck together by the hands. But it's um, quite harrowing. Uh-huh. At one point, they talk about it in, like infinity because they can see themselves in like a reflection and then themselves in the reflection. And that's where you sort of learn about infinity. But other than that, I don't really remember other than. I mean, it looks terrifying from that one mental clip that you're playing <laughs> i mean the whole thing's on here we could watch it after it's one hour 20 minutes um it's probably gonna make me cry in it most things do now okay um, but so what where so we what going? else where were you we, talking about what what started this conversation god this must be like this will be you talking to me in 30 years Right, I'm yeah, come on, we'll just go to bed. Yeah, no, no, the Martin's child. I know, yeah, wow, weird. Let's go to bed. Um, what did you say? Wombles. We were talking about the Wombles. We were talking about the Wombles because I said film. That I had very few VHSs, but we used to watch them endlessly. I mean, the whole thing's on YouTube. I have very, very fond memories, apart from Adam Chalet's. <laughs> Snorefest. <laughs> um, what was wrong with Madame Chalet's? That was the, like the bit where you'd, you'd go and get your drink or some crisps or something. It was like Cheer Up Charlie from Yeah, yeah. Oh, Willy yeah. Wonka. No. And um, hopelessly devote to you. Back then, although now as an adult, I can recognize that, that song is an absolute banger. <laughs> and I would put that on now. But when she was outside looking at that paddling pool, oh, whatever, let's get to the bits where you. It's um, having fun. Not in the musical, that is it, hopelessly devoted to you. Is it not? Well, we saw it, didn't we? Yeah. At, at your mum's school. I, I don't remember. I don't remember. I don't think that was in it. And it sort of sounds like it's written for her because it's slightly country-ish, isn't it? Because she yeah. was a country singer. It's a really good song. Don't know. Just stupid children. Um. So returning to what was on telly. Sorry. Um, not slamming. Tangent. I mean, poor bastards who tuned in to hear something from Kerrang. They're they're probably like, get to fucking point. Open up the fucking magazine that you're talking about for the love of God. And I'm like, yeah, let's talk about the Wombles. No, this is all good stuff. Okay. Um, Neighbours is Helen's new flat haunted. Oh my God, that sounds like a good episode. Did, did Neighbours get paranormal? It must have done. Oh, fucking hell, you'll be interested in this. Seven o'clock, Wogan with Sue Lawley. So Wogan's right, not... I, I was going to say, I'm not, but then I realised what's underneath. I am now. <laughs> Jason Donovan, the Australian heartthrob and star of Neighbours, sings his latest hit and chats with Sue. Nice. No Place Like Home, do you remember that? No. It was absolute shit. Um, film 89, Barry Norman's Guide to the Cannes Film Festival. Um, 
He's not talking about Batman or Ghostbusters, so I'm not really interested. Uh, BBC Two. Nothing good's going to be in BBC Two, Batman. Buck Rogers in the 25th century. He spoke too soon. Well, I never watched Buck Rogers. Fly to the War Witch. Uh, I think that one featured Julie Newmar. Uh, Rapido. Do you ever watch Rapido? Why does Julie Newmar ring a bell? Um, well, she was Catwoman in Batman. Okay. Uh, Rapido, no. Presented by Antoine de Cohn. Oh, is that the one with the frog on? The one with the frog? Uh, well, it was Actually, a music was... show. I then, at the beginning. Mm, possibly. Where it say Rapido in a frog voice. And don't we all know a frog's got a voice? We all know what a frog voice would sound like. Uh, Rapido, frog. Frog. This... Oh. Honestly, right, this is... miss your trash so hard. Do you remember this? This looks a bit too grown up for my childish brain at the time. Very 80s. No, yeah, there was definitely a frog that said, Rabino. That was a frog voice. What was Rapido about? Music, mate. So on this episode, uh, Johnny Cash, also the Bangles, recently a number one all around the world with Eternal Flame, feature on English Men in New York, starring Sting, Lloyd Cole and Joe Jackson. What does Lloyd Cole make you think of? I don't know. He did a disparaging review of Limmy's book. Oh, is that him? him. Oh, well, we don't like him. Well, this is his era. This is when he had his Well, we don't like him. We don't like him. Um, Utterly without charm. We'll have have to put um, the... uh, We all know how we um, feel about Limmy on this show, which is... Yeah, Limmy reacts to Lloyd Cole. We should... Make a brief mention at the end of podcasts that we recommend because I feel like a expert on podcasts now because I've listened to two. Um, and <laughs> in your entire life, you've listened to two podcasts, two, and I've liked them both. Um, and was any of them this one we're recording now? No, no. it wasn't. I don't listen to this because I can't stand the sound of my own voice, I am very irritating, uh, I talk a lot of shit. And I wouldn't listen to this. No offence to anyone who does, but um, I've got some recommendations for some better ones. Um, stay tuned. We'll uh, put that at the end. Okay. You know, so you have to hang around till the end. I'll... You have to listen to it or skip to the end. I don't know why people say, hang around to the end or skip. We all we all know what the internet's like. Yeah. yeah, when they have adverts, it's like, of course I'm going to skip, skip this. I'll skip it. Don't want to hear about Casper mattresses. Oh, that's us fuck. We're never going to get a sponsorship deal now. Okay, well, that was the TV. Uh, so, Limmy, to... <laughs> Lloyd Cole. Lloyd Cole is on... Uh, he was on Rapido. He but... was on Rapido. Fuck that guy. Okay, no, yeah, we don't like him. <laughs> Carry on. We're going to have to ignore you okay. because you're just shouting now. We'll get through the standard features fairly quickly. So, Mayhem, what's going on this week? Well, it looks like Ian Gillen has left Deep Purple again. Oh, dear. Uh, happens pretty much every uh, magazine. 
Um, there's a little bit sort of moaning about the Reading Festival. Right. Um, the bill That's with... fairly relevant because it's just been the Leeds Festival. Um, well, Reading Leeds, isn't yeah. it? So I think Reading's after Leeds. I think they do Leeds first, I think. Um, well, they do them at the same time. No, do they? Yeah. Oh, do they? And yeah, they swap the, over? the, the, the app, Friday app does the Saturday. Oh, yeah, it's, it's the same, mostly okay. the same lineup, I think. But they're saying... Did they do the Leeds Festival when they did the Reading Festival in 89? No, they didn't do Leeds till much later. Okay. So the Reading Festival sort of ran all the way through the 70s and into the 80s. But the point of this is they're sort of bemoaning the fact there's not a lot of rock on the bill. Yeah, but people would say that now. How okay. people not been saying that since yeah, the dawn of time? True, but I think this is um, yeah, but this is the start. People, yeah, but that. right. But when did when did the wedding festival start? Early seventies, I think. Oh, okay, so it's been a decade. In yeah, so it was, it was like a big New Wobbaham festival, big mm -hmm. sort of seventies rock. But it, obviously, in eighty nine, yeah, uh, New Order, the Pogues, and the Mission headline a bill that features a host of horrible indie acts, which pr promoters claim moves out of the 70s and into the 90s. So they're saying rock is out. But we are right at the end of the 80s, aren't we? Um, they're it, saying it's moved into the 90s, in the 80s. Well, this is 89. Okay, right. Um, there's a huge question mark still hanging over Donington. Um, it's a sad state. It's a sad year for the UK's traditional outdoor rock events. So... You know, if you like the mission, you're all right, but um, I don't think I know who the mission are. Uh, goth, okay, they're sort of spin off of the Sisters of Mercy, I think. Further in this, yeah, mayhem, London based Soho Roses will split up next month because they say, quote, gross lack of musical ability. Ooh. They plan a farewell gig at the London Marquee. Um, and they're releasing a 12-song live album tentatively titled The Soho Roses' Greatest Shits. Guitarist Andy DeGray and drummer Patrice Panache will be forming a new band with a new musical direction. Bassist Jules Dean is also working on a new project. And according to an official statement, singer Paul Blitz, quote, is still a very handsome man. Whether he'll be forming a good-looking new band. Nothing to what they're talking about, surely? So that sort of sounds like, Oh, the joke is they're terrible. But I had a listen to one of their tracks from around this time. I thought it was all right. But check it out. So sounds all right, this. Well, let me hear the vocals. I don't know about the Soho Roses. I thought when you said it, they were like a Stone Roses tribute or something. Yeah, I think it's, yeah, I quite like this. I'll, I'll yeah, they're, this. I mean, they're I've got, obviously, much. low standards. I've, I've said in this podcast I like Bass Hunters, Jingle Bells, <laughs> but, you know. Um. Um, last Crack, a new US five-piece whose lead singer, Buddo, is inexplicably pictured stark naked, uh, ambitiously crossed as a ambitiously described as a cross between Aerosmith, Guns Roses and Diamond Head, released their debut album, Sinister Funk House, number 17. Uh, so the name's Last Crack, 
that's the album cover. All right. Uh, I mean, it's a man who's naked, fully naked, fully naked, but his leg is covering his unmentionables. Are they called Last Crack because there's an arse on the cover? Because I've seen a slightly different version of this where you can see the crack. I think if that's what they're called, yeah. I think you don't put, if you put crack in the net, it's that's a cheeky little bum reference, isn't it? We'll, we'll have a bit of Last Crack. You tell me what Again, you think. I said, I said cheeky little bum reference. That was an un unintentional... Good. Pun, bum, bum, pun, pum, bum, bun. Sounds like so far. Sleazy. The guy looks a bit like um, Jim Morrison on the <laughs> profile. I've not seen Jim Morrison naked. This is the chorus. Get to the chorus, right. man. All right, isn't it? If you um, if you like Steel Panther and you happen to have not seen um, Steel Panther television, it's on. You'll have to add that to the. Uh, um, Demolicious. Uh, yes. Uh, we'll see some Demolicious. Steel Panther did a load of well, like ten. I think it was ten. Um, maybe more, maybe 11 or something, but they review, um, demo tapes that people send into them. Um, but it's so good. So if you like on, just like, just, even if you don't like Steel Panther, just go and like watch one. It's funny. It's, it's really funny. It's really it's worth it. It's good. Yeah. And we wish they we, did it all the time. We watch, um, them like the television, like we watch it, like. Uh, like kids do on the laptops, you know, like for television, you know, like that's a thing yeah. now. Kids watch, you know, our kids watch you know Peppa Pig over. Kids again. watch uh, stuff on their laptop, like that's a thing. Um, have we ever talked about uh, doing a Zoom with sticks? Yes. Have we? Oh, yeah. God, of course, we fucking have. We've probably had like 10 conversations and I've. No, we just mentioned it one. I think it was in episode four or five. Wow. Uh, we talked God, about Steel Panther. <laughs> Uh, we talked about the darkness and yeah. hot leg. Okay, now vaguely remember. For the love of hot leg, that episode was called. It might have been okay. number four. But yeah, so if you didn't happen to tune to that, because there aren't, there cannot be many people who listen to this more than once or listen to them all. Um, in lockdown, it was a lockdown, wasn't it? Of course it was, because why would you be doing it otherwise? Um, we did a Zoom call with sticks from. Steel Panther, uh, who is the drummer in Steel Panther. Um, and it was just a chance to have a chat with him for like, I don't know what, half hour? 20 minutes, half yeah. hour. Um, and I had loads of like drumming questions because I thought, oh, what if we run out of things to was, talk about? Yeah, because you and me are so awkward and we're so <laughs> awful at conversation. Like, As we're you can the, tell. We're, we're so bad at it. Like, if you put us with someone anyone other than each other we just don't say anything like we just don't talk it's a thing uh we're both massively socially awkward awful yeah, we, we awful. Suck. yeah terrible terrible humans but um 
but luckily obviously he's a evolved human being who has the art of conversation and so he carried the entire thing um well as he should we paid him you know but um he it was like i remember when we were waiting to like go like we'd we obviously entered the chat and we we're waiting for him to like accept it. i was so nervous and then he comes on and it's like oh my god we're talking to sticks what on earth are we going to talk to sticks about this is so awkward and so weird but it was only awkward because we're awkward not because he did anything he was the you know he was exactly what you he was he was perfect he was and um he was doing it because they'd done meet and greets but he felt like you got like shunted along quite yeah you did we did a meet and greet with still panther and um i had some shandies and uh, it was uh well if you, you bought know, the if you if you it, bought the meet and greet you it wasn't a free bar, but you got loads of drink well, tokens. Well, you got two drink do- tokens and some uh, some idiot gave me their drink tokens because they didn't want to drink because they were more sensible and I took advantage of theirs and it was, you know, the rest is history. But you, you do, obviously, you meet them, you say hi, you have your photo and you get stuff signed if you want, but there is a queue of people and there has to be a time limit. Like with any, like, convention, like we go to conventions because we're massive dogs, obviously, but... We go to conventions, so we. Uh, I understand that. And so it is quick. It is quick, and it's. I mean, it felt like an eternity, um, just because I was so awkward. But um, so that is quick, and it is rushed. Whereas this does give you a chance to just chat with someone about stuff that. Um, it. But if that ever comes up with anyone you ever like, do it. Is what I'm saying. That's the the point of this. Is that. Um, it may be awkward and you might think, my God, that's, you know, I've spent money to talk, talk to someone on Zoom, but um, it's not like you're talking to a mate at work, is it? It's different. Uh, it doesn't really come up now. Fucking pandemic's over. So uh, it's the uh, conclusion of the pandemic has kind of ruined things like that, but because he's not offered something well, you, ne- you never know. But he did do a song thanking people at the end do you remember thanking yeah. people for doing it and it listed names on it and your name was on it because which is a bit annoying because you paid but i was there yeah. and your money's my money because we're married um my name was on it but whatever um still a bit annoying um but i don't know listen to still panther like still panther watch Demolicious, sticks is great i don't know what the point where, where did how did it start um Hello, welcome to Kuang. <laughs> oh, God. We were talking uh, about I Demolicious can, for I some can reason. I only apologise. I think that last crack song no, sounded wait, like rough. So that it's to do with this. It's at least in the... When I went off on ta- uh, Tots TV, admittedly, that had nothing to do with it. But this has. So, come on. Yeah, Tots TV is not metal. No, no, no. But we're talking about a certain age group. Okay. We're all in a certain age group who... Appreciates Dog Tanyon, right? Do you, do you want to hear a news item that might shock you? Not um, not any yeah. of the content of the news item, just the fact that it's here. Yeah. AOR God, Michael Bolton, has completed recording work on his second solo album, as yet untitled. It's set for an autumn release through CBS. At present, Michael is in Los Angeles producing a new album from singing superstar Cher which is due sometime this year through Geffen. We'll be bringing you full details on the Bolton album ASAP, so watch this space. Michael Bolton 
He's in Kerrang. Well, no, but we did watch Everybody's Crazy. And <laughs> we've got to explain that. Do People know don't know about so Everybody's work, Crazy. I was telling them, and they were like, I'm obsessed. That I was obsessed with Mike Bolton. And I, I think she meant like in the 90s. And I was like trying to say, oh, but, and like, but she doesn't like like metal. So there was kind of no point in the conversation. But um, Everybody's Crazy, which you're sticking on the playlist, yeah. is not. Honestly, is an absolute banger, and it's unexpected. We like, know him like the best murdering, part, sitting on the dock of the bay. The best part is the, be- the first part. I mean, the song is a banger. There's no question about it. It's, it's oh, it's a, it's a hair what, metal. It's what you want, but it's the beginning part where he's having the fun little acting part where it's like Michael. What? I thought you were going to be a lawyer or a doctor or something normal like that. And he keeps, saying, he keeps saying normal. like no, And then he's like, crazy. are you crazy? What you're wearing, what you look like. In high school, you look so normal. I thought you were going to be a doctor or a lawyer. Or something, something normal, normal like, like that. that. Normal, huh? Normal is something people are until you get to know them. Yeah, you big square. Everybody's crazy. Yeah, you Wall Street loser. You fucking eighties commie bastard! Fuck you in your Wall Street suit, working in an office. I'm gonna just shred some guitar and I was gonna say something really bad. Then no, <laughs> no, go on. No, no, I'm not gonna. Cause... What if it's bad? I'll cut it out. Fuck some pussy. <laughs> But you know, You're allowed to you say that. Right? That's just two oh, consenting that, adults. Is that rude? I don't know. Get, I mean, going it's, rude, out. it's rude, but um, nobody does, obviously. Look at him. First of all, it's Michael Bolton. And second of all, he's singing it. And he's just like an absolute 80s god. <laughs> and he's like sticking it to the man, like, oh, shut up. I thought you were going to be a doctor or a lawyer or something normal like that. Normal, huh? <laughs> 1985 it's that was just i mean i've obviously ruined it by talking all over it go and watch it on our playlist because it's <laughs> it's so good should we read some it's the, so good some of the comments normal is something people are until you get to know them everybody's crazy well said michael yeah thumbs up but it's not wrong is he oh you're normal are you yeah 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 yeah. Some of the best melodic rock slash AOR I've ever heard comes from the same guy who also sang How, How Am I Supposed to Live Without You? That's crazy. You know, that's not crazy because that's an absolute banger too. People love to pretend like Michael Bolton's early 90s love songs weren't good, but if you're having a bath, stick on some Michael Bolton <laughs> early 90s and I swear to God you will regret it. I mean, if we if didn't lose a, if people with Tots TV. Oh, stop it. Right, yeah, no, okay, back to Kerrang, yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying, don't hate on people. We did that back in the day when we were kids because we thought it was cool. Now we're all in our 40s slash 50s. We can all admit that some things are cool and we didn't want to previously admit it. He's an unbelievable rock singer. He is. This should, be a massive, this should have been a massive hit. It's as good as anything Def Leppard did. Ooh, I, can, I cannot, I, mean, I, can... I cannot personally comment on Def Leppard because I'm now um, Best. legally linked to them on Facebook. Um, so uh, I can't comment, but I mean, it's no hysteria, but it's fucking good. I mean, if Def Leppard released that, you'd be like, yeah, this is banger. It's all right, yeah. 
You've got that going. Maybe a B-side. Sad off. Were you? A hysteria era B-side. Like, hysteria was I'm, I'm not, no. top to bottom. Back off. It could be its own single in its own right. God hate her. I ain't I'm not hating on Michael. Drinking all that hater aid. That's <laughs> a Froggy Fresh reference. Oh my god, should we talk you, about Froggy Fresh? You don't know. Have we not mentioned Krispy Kreme Froggy Fresh before? No. Have we not? But how do you So there was a um a guy who oh god. I just feel so sorry. I'm so sorry. This one's we should call this going off on a tangent, it's barely ending to a crime. Um so there's, we found this guy who did like raps with his friend, Moneymaker um, Mike. Moneymaker Mike, and um, he, I think he's in on the joke. I think he is. Yeah, of course I'm he not, is. Yeah, no, he is. But um, he he was called Krispy Kreme at first as his rap name, um, but then he had to change his name for legal reasons to Froggy Fresh. So his name is now Froggy Fresh. I don't, his name, what is his actual name? Uh, Tyler Cassidy. Tyler Cassidy. So, I mean, look it up because it's, it's good. But, I mean, this is like, you know, when you used to watch Chocolate Rain. This was those times. Yeah, this is a good 10 years ago. Is it? Not, it's not, it's um, going not longer than that. that. Um, that was an advert. Stacey Solomon. Stacey in the Solomon. bath, I think. Um, so... Froggy Fresh slash Krispy Kreme is like it's funny. It's it. He does good songs. Right? I don't what what started this conversation. I've forgotten where we're going with this. Don't know. No, we did. We started this because of some reason. Don't move your chair, by the way, because we can't. Okay. Um, I knocked out his teeth and I ripped out his heart. Oh, haters! Is it? Because, no, that was it. Sorry. Right? Because um, he does a thing about um, all the haters, and he says. They're drinking too much haterade, and what I've just said, and I'm making a reference to something that we used to find funny ten to fifteen years ago. Yeah, um, and then I realised because I don't want to claim drinking all the haterade because that genius is not me. It's all Froggy Fresh. It's a, it's a I, Froggy I fully Fresh quote. A credit that quote to Froggy Fresh is not me. I am not clever enough to come up with that. Um, but we say it now. It's part of our yeah, lexicon. But it, it's part of our. But what I, I just don't want people to think that I'm claiming that as my own. He is a genius, and I'm genuine. He's very funny. Um, you need to watch when he talks about airsoft gun. Um, it's oh, just do a rabbit hole into that whole thing yourself in your own time, <laughs> and then come back to us. Um, but so good. Um, All right, we'll add Froggy Fresh. Yeah. Uh, what, what was it? It was just best prank ever, wasn't it? Best prank ever. <laughs> but, I mean, that doesn't have the... Um, Froggy Fresh gets pranked. All the haters. No. Um, but the point of that was that I just knew that I had said something that was a Froggy Fresh original. I didn't want to claim it as my own because that was it. So, oh. Tangent. Okay. Right. Should we get back to Top Kerrang? CV here. Okay. Kerrang, what were you, page two? Um, well, there's an advert on page seven for The Real Me by Wasp. 
Okay. Uh, now this I've had this single. Yeah. Um, and again, like the uh, Smoke on the Water, Rockade Armenia, I couldn't find it. So it's I don't know where it's got to. Somewhere in the house. Um, What's that a magazine? Oh, no, no, the single. Find. Oh, you can find the single. Um, it's a cover of the Real Me by the Who. Okay. Uh, and let's have a little bit of it. You can tell me what you think. You know this song? No, but this sounds like the sort of stuff that would have been played at Rock of Ages when we were in, doesn't it? Quite then. Really drunk, in a pit of sticky floor nonsense. Great night. But it sounds like that kind of thing. I remember at the time, I think my friend was playing it, and I said, um, is that horns? It's got brass on it. Brass, brass. <laughs> Sorry. It's like trumpets and shit trumpets and shit yeah and he was like no 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 it was keyboards because he could like he could just about cope with keyboards but he could not hope cope with brass well that's a bit that's but not that's not everyone's brass isn't metal but like there's brass on the original by the who because like pete townsend and john entwistle used to play fucking french horns on their records did they yeah so i think they're i think they're real horns but obviously if you know uh right in us Write in and let us know. Write in, so it's, uh, yeah. Are you going to give the address? <laughs> PO box. <laughs> we'll give you the two, PO box at the end of the episode. Two lot keepers cottages, Old Ford Lock, London E three two and N. I think is the big breakfast um, address. If you don't know it. So on the next page, we've got an article about the grip, who we've talked about before. The grip. But I wanted to um, read you a bit of this article. Uh, they once dabbled in full pancake makeup glory and for a brief spell in three-piece suits. Uh, the reason we did that was because I never came from a rock background and simply wanted to write songs with Mark. I wanted to convey some sort of onstage image, so I looked through Kerrang and saw these guys in leather and studs. And I thought, this leather is... Leather and studs! Leather and studs! not what I want to be. So oh. I went back a little further. Eventually... Uh, What's wrong with leather and studs? Well, he didn't want to be like everyone else. Ah. Oh. Um, so they went on stage in three-piece suits. That is lame. I'll be the first Everyone knows that's lame. to admit that we look ridiculous. Lame. <laughs> the only reason we did stop because people like the crew suddenly appeared and with similar get-ups. Oh no, I'm I'm jumping ahead. The amount of things we've seen though, Queen wearing suits. I'm, oh, sorry. I am sorry. getting to that. I'm sorry. getting to that. So we did we did the suits for about two gigs, but I felt, felt such a prick and the heat was unbearable. Do you know my tie kept getting caught in my bass strings? It was sad. So there you go. Don't if you're in a rock band, don't fucking wear a suit and tie. But are you gonna get them to? The over obvious? over the page, over the page, what do we see? But there's an advert for the miracle featuring I Want It All from Queen. And uh You've got some very strong feelings about that song, haven't you? I have, because that was on, I must have mentioned this. I mean, I'm assuming I have because it's me and I've got like five things to talk about. But um, So I had a tape called Free Spirit and it had um, 
lots of it was a compilation um of some fun songs of the time i guess um would have poison didn't it that was your poison which is what i think started me realize i think it made me realize the type of music i uh, like and i'm passionate about um so alice cooper will always be having a special place in my heart because of that but um it had queen i want it all um and for ages, I don't, I, like I was saying the other day to you, I don't think I realised that was Queen. Not, like, it had on the back of the tape, it was Queen, obviously, but then when you see Queen on the telly, I'm not sure whether I realised that was the same Queen, because yeah. it doesn't sound like Queen. It, there's something it's, a bit generic about that song. Fuck off, it? because you've said this before. No, it's no, it's metal, and it's good. And I'm not saying the other stuff. Like, I, I like Queen, but it's not, I wouldn't think... I'll listen to something rocking, so I'm going to put on Queen. I think I want to listen to something... Melodic. Yeah, and I want to listen to Queen, so I'm going to put on Queen. Is what, you know, they're their own genre now, yeah. aren't they? Yeah, Um, But, so it's interesting. Anyway, but they, we've watched a lot of their stuff, and they wear suits on top of the pops, and it's so upsetting because it's so shit. And, like, I know it's Queen... And I know you should be like, oh, but it's Queen, so they can, you know, wear it. But no, fuck, don't wear suits. It's shit. It's shit. If you're wearing it to an office, it's shit, right? Suits, I know, like, the 80s were, like, dead, like, loved offices. And, office, and every film was <laughs> about working in an office. Every, I remember when I was growing up, someone said, what do you want to be when you grow up? And I said, I want to work in an office because I grew up in the 80s. And the office was like the most exciting thing that you could ever imagine. Like working in an office, oh my god! Like so many exciting things happen in there. Like weekend at Bernie's and shit. Like we might find a dead guy, and you but know, it was weekend at Bernie's in an office. No, but they no, but they like toiled in an office. It's always like the struggle of you toiling in an office, and then you go and have your exciting life. Like you've got to pay your dues in your well, boring office life. Oh, with your the your secret boss. of my success. Yeah, right? that's what you think about. Yeah, but not just that. Well, but then Jack they Flash, come, you said. Yeah, well. they come to you with like a big stack of work, and yeah, you've got to do that. That's your day job. Yeah, that everyone's got to do that. Everyone struggles, but then you go and have an exciting life outside that. But to have the exciting 80s life, you've got to work in an office, which is like lame and stupid. But everyone knows that, but it's that sort of makes it cool because everyone knows it. It's like, oh, I'm living my 80s cool, lame life, you know, right? But so I. 80s, I get it, you wear suits, but um, no, it's my, um, as as I sit here in pyjamas and a um, Primark men's large hoodie, because it's I the oversized look, um, I am a big fashionista, and I know what I'm talking about, and I say, suits do not belong in metal, so sue me, come at me, come at me with your disagreements. Okay. So, what are we talking about? Queen. Uh, you mentioned Queen. Yeah. There's an ad for Vixen on the next page. But they're not they, wearing suits. No, they are not. They've got a song out called Love Made Me. Mm, I bet they're wearing leather and lace. Well, do you want to see a bit of Vixen? I bet 100% leather and lace. 
If it's not leather, it's lace. So that's like every 80s rock track. If it's not lace, it's leather. Oh, hair. We haven't seen no. that yet. I'm wearing leather and lace and heels. My absolute banger. Ten out of ten. Absolute banger. Does that sound like something else? That sounds really familiar to me. It sounds like success. Na, 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 na. It sounds na, like AC success. Well, that was Vixen. I hope you enjoyed it. and Lee's. I'm making up my own lyrics. There's an advert for Durex. Oh, rude. Cheeky. Well, I think um, this was the point where you could suddenly advertise stuff like well, Durex. It's not what you do, it's the way that you do it. Honestly, the 80s made me terrified of AIDS. I thought I was going to get AIDS from everything yeah. in the 80s. Like, 80s, 90s, I thought, what if someone's accidentally bled on this thing 10 years ago and I touch it and get AIDS from this, from touching this door handle? Like, that's how terrified I was of it for a, well over a decade. So, well done to... Um, the marketing of AIDS. I think the last scary. The last one we looked at had a big advert for AIDS. Of basically, don't get it. Don't get AIDS. Don't get um, AIDS. But it was it was like you you forget now because people don't the mainstream media don't talk about AIDS the way they did back then. Well, do people, they? People can live with it now. I mean, yeah, with medication, obviously, but it's. Um, you just forget how um, terrifying it was. It was new and terrifying, yeah. wasn't it? Because they made out like it was. It was all you know, like you were, you were going to get it, yeah, from from anything. Are you making? Are you touching? She's on the laptop. She's on the keyboard. She's on the keyboard. Okay. I was thinking, how is the cat? Nice one. So the cat has just put um, Motley Crue live at the US Festival well, 83. I'm on. just going to get to that. So the week in metal, the US, I don't know if it's the US Festival or the US Festival, commences in May 28th in San Bernardino, California. San Bernardino. That's Bernard not how you say Bernard it. If, if anyone has been there, we won't get people listening. It's in there. California. Each of its three days catering to the fans of different musical genres. On day two, it's heavy metal with Quiet Riot, Motley Crue, Triumph, Judas Priest, Van Halen, Scorpions and Ozzy Osbourne playing to over 300,000 fans. Uh, the other two days are less successful and financier Steve Wozniak loses $10 million. Mm. So... Do I recognise the name, Steve Wozniak? He's the guy who Five formed so. Apple with Apple. Steve Jobs. Okay. Not five festival then. No. Um, but with the US festival or US festival, right? So which was it? That's a very different. Well, thing. We don't. We don't know. It looks well, like US capital, because capital, it's capitalized. Capital U, capital S. But 
So Motley Crue were there. It's mentioned in the dirt. Judas Priest were there. It's, it's a US festival. Capital U, capital S. So, so, well, here's the thing, right? So Motley Crue were there, and it's they talk about it in the dirt quite a bit. Uh, Judas Priest were there, and uh, Rob Halford talks about it quite a lot in his book. Ozzy Osbourne was there, and he talks about it a lot in his book. You've listened to both those books, haven't you? Yeah. And I'm sure they said Us Festival. Um, Van Halen were there. I've read a bit of Dave Lee Ross' autobiography, but I haven't read the whole thing. Read it or listened to it? We've, we've got the, the actual got, book. I haven't yeah. listened to it. Um, apparently, it's all over the place. I think I stopped reading it because it's just all over the place. You can't really follow the thread. One thing I really like about Dave Lee Roth is there's a um, video of him and they're in a hotel and there's some, like, um, college kids, you know, like how they have in America, um, listening to Van Halen on a song. On a um, on a song, all right, Grandma. Um, they're, they're listening to Van Halen. What, why is that difficult? Like, on a song, yeah. On a song, yeah. And um, but in a hotel, so he can sort of hear it outside the hotel door. And um, they're obviously being kids of today, where they just listen to any old shit on the fucking laptop and they don't care about anything. Don't come out, maybe you don't. But um, so he knocks on their door and is like meant to be like. I'm Dave Lee Roth. I'm what you're listening to. And they're, they're obviously meant to, you know, like people be, you would expect them to be like, oh my God, you're Dave Lee Roth. Yeah. You know, that's my American accent. And um, they knock on the door and Dave Lee Roth's like, hey, like you're listening to my song. We're going to have to find it. You're listening to my song. And they're like, I, and they're like, they clearly don't know who he is because obviously they're, the generation that don't know who Dave Lee Roth is, obviously, because um, why, like, why would they? Do you know what I mean? And even if they knew, they would know what Dave Lee Roth looks like in the eighties, not now. Is so it, it doesn't surprise his found at bachelor party in Las Vegas. It might, it might be that, but they just seem really unimpressed. Because like, he doesn't, look, he doesn't look. He looks like, like fucking yeah. Dickens' character. He's not like Davy Roth. He's dressed as a fancy Dickens character. Can <laughs> he shine your shoes? He's first of all, he's got a fucking <laughs> mic on. He's got a flat cap it's on. A happy I mean, bless God, bless him. I, I'm not. <laughs> I don't think they know who he is. But the fellas here were coming down the hallway and they said... I think they have no idea what's going on. They're like... I mean, they're like... I can see a guy with a mic on his face. So that's like an indication of this is on telly or something. So that's an instant indication to anyone who doesn't know that this is a thing. Because normal people don't have a mic on their ear going to the mouth. So you kind of think you're on telly. And there's someone there with a camera with a light on because it's lighting them up. So it's like... They instantly know that they're on telly, so they have to react in a certain way that they're on telly, but they don't have a clue. It, it seems to me, I might be wrong, they might be massive Van Halen fans. They are about 20, so it's unlikely. But it just is a really weird... I bless him. I, I love mean... Davey Roth. I'm, I'm happy that those don't come out. Just don't. 
cancel me for saying something. <laughs> I'm happy that in the bachelor party they were listening to Dave Lee Roth or Van Halen and or both. And I'm happy that Dave Roth heard it and that he turned up and that everyone was happy. But it just doesn't seem like it was the reaction that maybe you would have got if it was the 80s or 90s. Yeah, well, if we he all, come high kicking in, he's got long hair. If he came to our door, obviously we we would know because we're old. But these people are not old. They're like significant. They're twenty years younger than we are, and they can't know all music all the time, can they? And he doesn't like Dave Lee Roth. Doesn't in any video that yeah. you'd see. No. no, he doesn't. So not at all. No. So why would he just be like some guys turned up with a microphone and a camera in my face? This is weird, but okay, well, we're in Vegas, so um, here we are. So there's an advert <laughs> on the following page for All Clear Shampoo, which I think I used back in the day. So they've identified that people who, ring, who read Kerrang have a lot of hair that needs washing. But look at the pictures of the people. Roxette and <laughs> someone else. Roxette some... and Roxette. Some guy and what's I mean, it for Kerrang? You need people with long hair, not I remember Gina coming out with a clear shampoo, and that was like a thing, yeah. Oh, is that clear? I think it's just called all clear. I don't remember that, but Gina bought a clear shampoo out, and that was like interesting, you know, when there was not much going on with the world. So, excitingly enough, yeah, right, records. Reviews. They've got a review of the first Tin Machine album. Okay. And talking of suits in rock. Yeah. They're wearing. They suits. wear fucking suits. Yeah, but they're not wearing ties, are they? I think he's wearing a tie. I think Bowie's wearing a tie because this was indeed David Bowie's post-stadium band. He wanted those to just be suit, in a band. Those suits. Are, I, I don't. I really. I'm not interested. I'm not shitting on Queen, but the suits Queen wear are like suits that you would wear to the office when you don't want to impress anyone at the office. Should we? So have you're a not. So you're not interested in like a guy at the office or a girl at the office, and you're trying to like, you know, look a bit sexy for them. You're just wearing what you absolutely have to wear to adhere to the dress policy of that company. That's what Queen looked like. Oh, Queen I mean, Bowie's wearing a dicky bow in this. That's, yeah, but that's like Under the God. Rat Pack, isn't it? You've got Rat Pack suits, which go with the theme, don't you? Of what they're singing about. Man in a cage. <laughs> I mean, a man in a cage and then a suit is an odd mix. Well, they're all maybe, about... Maybe <laughs> Juxtaposition, contrast. Maybe it is, and I just don't get it because I'm not intelligent enough. Um, yeah, I think Tin Machine is remembered as a bit of a sort of embarrassing period for Bowie, but like this review is absolutely raving about it. Uh, it's got four Ks, so not five, but it's got four. It's got a good strong. Is Crack City the song? Crack City is the song, yeah. That's the one they call out. Uh, it's the best cut. It's spat out through clenched teeth in a way that forces you to sit up and listen. It's an anti-drug piece. Oh, you can imagine. Good for them. Oh, they're not in the 
oh, this is live. This is several years later, and it's live. Um, but there you go, uh, Tim Machine. Okay. I just remember there was something else I wanted to show you. Yeah. Going back to the US Festival or the US Festival. It, well, you've seen something where they're calling it the US Festival, I, then it must be we'll, us. We'll, but it's we'll just do, weird that they capitalise UNS. We'll need to do our research. But um, obviously the main act on the day were Van Halen. I just want to show you this little clip. Okay. Not in the suit. Already oh, good start. Man, like I got to make an announcement right here. Hey, man. Don't be squirting water at me. Well, fuck your girlfriend, pal. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's very on brand, isn't it? I mean, yeah. And he's wearing a top with rips, loads of rips in it, but what looks like dinosaur silhouettes. It's sort of dinosaur <laughs> silhouettes. It's wearing a dinosaur top. I think he's wearing a dinosaur top with rips in it. Because they're dinosaurs, aren't they? That's... If not an elephant or an aardvark or there's something. It's, it's some, some kind of large animal. Yeah. And he's got like a, a glove on and his hair and he's saying stuff like this is the said. This is the Dave Lee Roth you want that's, turning up at your hotel room. So if you know Dave Lee Roth, that's what you expect to come to your door. Even if like we all know. Like the same way um, when we went to see Genesis. Why? When I was suddenly surprised when he came out, I thought, why are you surprised? Are you expecting 80s Phil Collins to walk out like he's not eight at all? Like, that's stupid. But so we would expect that David Roth to turn up at the door, but you're not going to get that. You're going to get flat cap. <laughs> flat cap, weird suit. Uh, checkered suit. I mean, he looks nice. He looks, yeah, he's a smart he's, gent. But he doesn't look like. He doesn't look like he's going to fuck your girlfriend and do backflips. Um, for squirting water, which feels like an odd tip for tat. <laughs> you're not hot. Is it not nice to squirt water sometimes? Um, he reacted to having water squirted at him the way Paul Stanley reacted to having a laser well, pen. Well, I was going to say, because I'm playing with a laser pen at the moment to try and distract cats from getting... Odd, and um, we have just recently watched a video today of Paul Stanley getting really angry at a guy in the audience, you know, fair enough, um, pointing a laser pen at him. And I'm sure I've seen more than one video. Well, there's two that's already come up. Right. Confronts an idiot with a laser pen. And he says he's going to shove it up his ass if he doesn't stop doing it, which is weird, isn't it? Because you think these are fans of Kiss. They've they're definitely fans. So what is why are you doing this? But um, he does not like a laser pointer at the KISS concerts. Don't take them. Put them in your pocket or he's going to shove them up your ass, is what he says. Um, but I did think that when I had the laser pen, but I am strictly using it for cat entertainment yeah, purposes. And, and not Peter I would Chris. not take it to... Um, yeah, I'm not distracting a drummer with this. Um, okay. The best of Kiss pissed off the whole video. The woman in the still of the video looks quite pleased. Uh, it's maybe um, it's her. Twenty-four with minutes of Kiss being pissed off. Her with a laser pen. It's just her constantly with a laser pen. We'll do a Patreon special episode where we do a commentary on Kiss being pissed off. Yeah, because people will pay us to hear um, hear us talk shit like this. 
So, like, one of the main reviews we've got is The Miracle by Queen, which we've already seen an advert for. Okay. We've already talked about I Want It All. Yeah. Do you think Kerrang! in 1989 would give Queen a good review or a bad review? Mm. Well, good, sh- shall good, I? Good review. Shall I give you the review? Yeah. Uh, by my manky calculations, The Miracle is Queen's 16th album in almost as many years. They've come a long way from their vintage 1973 debut. They brave style and fashion storms with comparative ease, while others from the era sank to obscurity. Queen are almost describable as an institution. The Miracle is supposed to re- represent a sort of rebirth for Queen. Uh, they're described as having rediscovered rock music. The last few records have strayed considerably from whence they originated. From whence? Is that what it says? <laughs> whence, yeah. Well, it's, you know, it's a- journalist. Absolutely brilliant. Um, that is poetic. This is an event, an attempt to convince us that they are indeed people of the streets. I don't know if that was ever... The Queen have never tried that. <laughs> don't even bother. Villainy. <laughs> the miracle is in reality nothing of the sort. It's an inferior rock record brought to life by four ageing men so out of touch oh. with reality that they should by rights have pensioned themselves out of the industry years ago. Wow. Um, so, yeah, he's Derek Oliver here, reviewing the album. He's very unimpressed. Um, they find solace in half-cocked riffs. What they describe as rock turned out to be nothing but thinly veiled pop. They utilise sound effects that go nowhere, and Brian May should be shot with a spud gun for his enormous, li- enormously lightweight guitar contribution. I shall not deliver a critical analysis of this record simply because I would end up getting into a fine old state. Uh, there is one song of merit. It's re- been relegated to the end of side two. It's called Was It All Worth It? Brian May peels out familiar licks and riffs, and then just as it threatens to set fire to the stereo, someone pushes a fader and it's all over. My advice is uh, that Brian May should stop this tomfoolery immediately. He must return to his metallic roots um, or become the subject of abuse from the full length of my rolled-up umbrella. So I I bought this album at the time, and I think this was the first Queen album I heard when I was sort of into music, and I thought it was really good. Um, so are you aware, I mean, obviously there's, um, I want it all, but you know, the song breakthrough. Do you want to know that? Well, let's have a bit of it. They're on a train. Starts all sort of, uh, easy listening. When you, when you said they're on a train, they're on a train. They're on a train. This does sound like a song for a train advert. You know, like, it's a bit synth based on it, but like the, the melodies and stuff, I always really, really, really like that like song. Like Express. Uh, so, The Miracle, do you know the, uh, the song The Miracle? Play it. Yeah. Yeah. So this is a good video if you're, uh, I'll put it on the playlist, but it's a bunch of kids being queen. Yeah, that's nice. Um, that's nice. That's nice. 
It's only the kid that plays Freddy who gets different looks, though. So he's got the sort of early 70s look. He's got the late 70s leather man look. Um, like Kiddie Brian May only gets... So he's got the Live Aid look. He's got the sort of 80s kind of magic good. look. And it's just, yeah, it's just kind of sweet video with a bunch of kids. But, um, yeah, the other, the other kids don't get different looks. So, so what's your favourite Freddy look? Hmm. The leather one's pretty good. The leather though. one is good. But I feel like I've just seen that too many times. Yeah. So I'd probably... Yellow jacket from yeah, the 80s? Yeah, maybe something lame and predictable like that, maybe. Because... Oh, the unitard. The unitard's good. I think it's the leotard. Well, I don't know what the difference is. Yeah, no, so that I don't know. But it, in school, a leotard would be no legs on it. So you have short arms, long arms, but you'd have, oh, it would be like okay. pant, a pant bottom, okay. but you wouldn't have so legs. I would, I would, or is that a katsu? It's whatever Justin Hawkins wears. Yeah. I think that the the white vest and the... Denims. Live aid. Den Denims. Denims. Um, would be, yeah. It's pretty maybe. good. It's pretty casual. Yeah, but it works. Um, it had a song called The Invisible Man. I mean, I'll agree on this. This isn't great. But do you know this song? It's had a lot of singles. No, but why is this not on our Halloween playlist? It's kind of a bit forgotten about this song. Ooh. Actually, I was, I was thinking this is, this song shit, but actually, I'm listening to this it now. Is, it's actually pretty good. pretty good. But, right, here's what I remember about The Invisible Man. Yeah. Right, at the end, it's the sort of play out. Let's see if I can find it. Not there. You hear that? Um, what am I listening to? Right, there's a there's a sort of bit of the back end that's going mac 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 mac. I heard that. Right. So I had a keyboard in the eighties, and I think it was a Yamaha VSS four eighty or something. I don't think I've put it on here. I was convinced. Mm. Right, I was convinced. The, the you are going to make me go on a tangent about my Yamaha demo track, but you started this. I think it was this, right? This is the MBA. Advert, advert, advert. So I was I was convinced that sound was on this keyboard, right? And I, f I found this video. <laughs> yeah, that just sounds very similar. But have you heard no, that? No, it's, it's, it's the same thing. But have you heard that gorillas thing? Yes. Yeah, it's exactly. Where it's just, yeah. He's used the demo. He's yeah. used the Rock One <laughs> yeah. demo for... 
I'm not happy. That one. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I don't know what how a PSS six eighty Yamaha ended up on a Queen album, but yeah, it certainly did. Um, nice. Did I ever play you a song called Gaia by Gaia. a guy a guy called Valencia? That's me doing an impression of um, Or Davis saying Kaya in Below. Uh, <laughs> Only our friend would get that. I'm not going to name her, because he, but you know. You know. If you know, you know. <laughs> Why would they know? I'm going to play this song called Gaia, and it's from a guy, I think he's Dutch. Uh, you know, nice guy. He's wearing a sort of military jacket. I mean... Takes a while to get into it. Yeah, it's a bit of a What? Wait. Zoom forward. What? Sorry, what reaction am I, am I meant to be having? Well, does this? that remind you of any sort of 70s British rock group who were known for being quite sort Sounds of... Sounds like Queen. Yeah, it's exactly like Queen. like Queen. Like how they didn't sue over this, um, I thought it was worth, uh, yeah. worth getting into. Bit of a slam on them. It was a bit of a slam. Do you want me to tell you what was on um, the Free Spirit tape? Yeah, give it, give, give me, um, give me some so free spirit. So it was 1991. It was released, and it had on side one, "I Want It All" by Queen. Yeah. If I could turn back time, by Cher. Yeah. Poison, Alice Cooper. Um, talking to myself, Terraplane, amazing. Terraplane, um, who became Thunder. Thunder. Um, it must have been love by Roxette. Need You Tonight, In Excess, Touch by Noise Works, The Best by Bonnie Tyler, and You Took the Words Right Out of My Mouth by Meatloaf. And then side two was You Give Love a Bad Name, Bon Jovi, How Can We Be Lovers, Michael Bolton. <laughs> so like, that was on absolute bang of a tape, so shut your mouth. <laughs> um, I Don't Love You Anymore by Choir Boys, Carrie by Europe. Nice. Black Velvet, Lana Miles, I Just Died in Your Arms, Cutting Crew, The Flame, Cheap Trick, and The Living Years at Mike and the Mechanics. And you get that on a playlist and you've got yourself an absolute banger of a tape. So if you had to make some, force someone to listen to one track from Free Spirit, what would it be? What's, what's the key? Poison. Has to be. Has to be, doesn't it? Because that's, yeah. But all of them had a massive impact on me. So I'll have been about 10 at the time. And I have incredibly good taste. <laughs> what I'm saying. I have incredibly <laughs> good taste. I was an excellent 10-year-old. Well done me. 
well done you well done me because no one asked me they just it was there i found it i've got good taste right so like we're only halfway through this magazine oh but we've been going <laughs> for, we've been going for about one hour 20 minutes okay so we might have to do it in part two we'll do a part two okay. but uh before we go Apologies. do you want to give your Tangents. podcast recommendations yes so my first podcast recommendation is called I think it's called, I should know this, is uh, Get to the Good Stuff by Jack Skipper, because that's the Lads, Lads, Lads one that we talk about. Yeah, I mean, give the, give the pitch if people haven't heard yeah, it. I found him on Reels where and on Instagram where he just makes funny videos, but he, he is funny and he's got a funny sort of um, dry, very funny way of talking. Um, but I found out he had a podcast and it's just him and often I think just two guys chatting and it's it's quite laddy if you like sort of immature humor and it's not an insult if I say that it's a it's a compliment um but it's it's very funny so the get to the good stuff with Jack Skipper comedy podcast so lad it's lads but it's not like no, it's a not like a bunch of bad. racists. No, it's not it's, a bunch it's, of they're cunts. funny. It's, you know, they're all right. Yeah, it's really funny. Um, and it really made me lols out, you know, like actual lols. Um made me chuckle. And then also um the um I've absolutely forgotten what the name of it's called. <laughs> what do you want to tell us about it? Uh it's um well, put wait. You have to edit this, so it's um. Is it like the fireside or bonfire? The bonfire, right? Okay, start again. So the second one, the second recommendation is the bonfire um, podcast, um, and that is. Let me see if I can find the people because it came up because um, you were obsessed um, with a certain actor. Well, they talk a lot about Coy Feldman, and um, I have a an interest in Coy Feldman because uh, I'm of that age, and we all have. Let's there's no don't pretend you haven't. Um, it's someone called Big J Okerson and Robert Kelly do the bonfire podcast but they talk a lot about Corey Feldman and it's not in a horrible way they um um I mean it's all poking fun but in a in a you know in a way that is it's not mean or malicious but it's it's funny so if you like I guess if you like Corey Feldman 80s films and you have a passing interest in his um lifestyle choices at the moment with his uh, go for it. Um, his music and his Corey's <laughs> Angels. Then they do a, a podcast that often talks about Corey Feldman. It's not all about Corey Feldman, it's not a Corey Feldman podcast, but it's a funny podcast because I spent like four or five hours yesterday listening to them talking about him basically, and I enjoyed the entire time. So they're my, they're my two podcast recommendations. Look at me being an adult recommending podcasts. Um, I've got like about a million podcasts I listen to, but I'm going to very quickly go okay. through a couple that okay. I'd like to recommend. Yeah. 
so there's one called 1001 Album Complaints. Okay. They go through this book, which is um, uh, 1001 Albums to Listen to Before You Die. Okay. And they take them, they go through them, very, very insightful, very funny. I think they're all musicians. Uh, second podcast I want to talk about is Reels of Steel. Uh, nice. They are Amazing. the heavy metal movies podcast. Nice. Um, they actually asked us to go oh, on there. and I chickened out. Yeah, I, I mean, you, you didn't want to do it. No, it wasn't. I didn't want to do it. I chickened out because um, well, I'm, I'm a big chicken. Well, yeah. No, you sort I, of... I, I can, we can <laughs> trust up how we want. Let's trust up how we want. But I'm a chicken. I chickened <laughs> out. Okay, but they're a very good podcast. They talk about movies and how metal they are. What we wanted to talk about, what, what funny enough, back to the Feldman, what we wanted to talk about was um, the, Burbs, the Burbs, which yeah. features Corey Feldman um, because it's a metal film. When it's a totally metal film, but I mean, I think this this actually gives us the opportunity to. We actually recorded a podcast about going on Reels of Steel. Okay. I think we should put that out with the caveat that we didn't end. We, didn't, we ended up not we, going we on it. We might do if I grow some balls and do it, but I just chickened out. <laughs> I'm a big old chicken. I do want to talk about the burbs because the metal thing in it is Corey Feldman. He's the metal element of it. And obviously also the other bits of it. Well, don't give it all away. <laughs> no, spoil, <laughs> something to talk about. Spoiler alert. But yeah, no, okay. but um, Okay, that's the second so, Second. I'm obsessed with Corey Feldman, so carry on. Uh, Who isn't? There's a podcast called Back to Now where they review old, now that's what I call music, compilations. Nice. Very good. Lots of good guests on that. There's nice. Maiden Voyagers, who we've talked about. They review every Iron Maiden album. Nice. Um, there's Records and Bands. They've also asked us to uh, guest on their show. Have they really? Yeah. You told me that. No, I did, and you said... I should do it myself. Oh. <laughs> uh, but he's, he's, I don't think he's doing any at the moment, but he's going to come back to it in, in, in a month or so. Okay. I think the, Maybe the, I'll grow some balls. Well, yeah, knows? you know, the, I, I think the, um, the invitation is open if we want to go on it. Um, it's not that I've anything against these people. I'm just a chicken. There's Looks Unfamiliar, which is very well established. You probably already know about it, but um, on that show, they talk about all the stuff that you remember that no one else does. Okay. Uh, yeah, that's, you know, Tim Worthington, a lot of really good guests on that. And finally, I'm going to mention the Mick Wall podcast. Uh, so it's Mick Wall and John Hotton, who are two journalists who write for Krang. They wrote for Krang the uh, period that we're looking at. And they talk about a lot of the stuff that we've talked about, but like but better. <laughs> yeah, they were actually there. They're professionals. You know, um, I think John Hotton was the writer who wrote the article where he went on tour with Lisa Dominique. Where okay, she played yeah. Morecambe. You know, a bit Mick, more. Mick Wall wrote the first uh, autobiography. Uh, they aren't going bike. off on a tangent about Top TV, are they? <laughs> oh my God, they go off on a lot of tangents. They, mm. they're, they're tangents are plenty. So there's, there's our recommendations. We'll put links in the show notes. Yes. Uh, like and subscribe. Like and subscribe. Sign up to the Instagram. Check us out on YouTube. I'm sorry for going off on a tangent. Um, Give us money on Kofi. Go for it. <laughs> listen to go on to. I mean, if you if you don't want to listen to a whole podcast about Corey Feldman because you've got a life and you you know you've got finite number of hours in your life left, just. Look at the the Today Show 2016 Corey Feldman. It's like 
three minutes, it's, it'll make your life better because then you can be like, did you see that? For mental. Because there's like an hour-long podcast from the um, podcast we were talking about who talked about it. But the bonfire, yeah, I had forgotten, thanks. Um, so if you're not that invested, but you want a little bit of investment, then just watch it on YouTube. But um, it's always funny if you've got people making – who comedians who are making funny jokes about it um over the top but we've put go for it on the, the youtube playlist oh, okay oh well perfect check out so, the youtube yeah, no, playlist perfect. Yeah. and uh have a nice day remember to stay metal we'll see you uh next time for the second half of Kerrang 240 so, we might get through a few more pages i'm so sorry we might just talk about tots tv yes i'm sorry because normally it's a wednesday and it's a friday tonight so um i'm all hyped up on friday feelings (laughs) all right bye stay metal love you